Welcome to Confidence Rockstar Podcast, a place where you will find inspiration, motivation, and let's say, kick in the bottom to take action and create the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Alex Grzybek, and I'll help you quiet that little voice inside your head saying, you can't do this. So you have the courage to go for what you've always wanted on your terms. Every week, I'll bring you some confidence golden nuggets, present an awesome interview in order to empower you to step up your game. It's time to choose happy and shine. It's time to become a confidence rockstar. Let's dive deep. Hi, everyone. It's Alex Grzybek, your host of Confidence Rockstar Podcast. And today in this new episode, I'm bringing you another amazing guest, a powerful woman, Hannah Cremona. Uh, welcome, Hannah. Thank you so much for having for being here. Alex, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to get this conversation going. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You know, I'm so excited about this podcast because we will be talking today about breaking the burnout and broken uh, battle and, you know, how to overcome uh, the challenges that come with that. And Hannah will definitely share her experience and her golden nuggets, how we can overcome those challenges. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation because I do believe that it's very powerful and very important right now, especially nowadays. So yes, I, I can't wait. So let me just quickly introduce Hannah to you before we uh, dive deep. So Hannah Cremona is a business strategist and mindset mentor with over 15 years uh, of experience of building businesses, growing teams and empowering people um, and empowering uh, people. Yes. So she's been She's coaching and consulting entrepreneurs and small business owners on business and marketing strategy, leadership, and mindset to build a long-term sustainable and profitable businesses. She also conducts trainings and workshops for middle to senior level executives on communication, selling, marketing, and leadership skills. So she's qualified in marketing, digital marketing, and NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. So she's definitely like, you know, a powerhouse of knowledge experience and uh, full of personal stories as well that she will share with us yes so Hannah tell us like you know I would like to kind of find out like you know from you uh, because uh, like you are working with like small um, businesses you are working with senior executives so when it comes to like burnout and this broke battle as you said did you experience something like that in your life uh, definitely so in in what I call my previous life <laughs> my previous career, uh, where I was predominantly responsible for business development and marketing um, from a very young age, from my early 20s, I believe I was 20, when I started building my own teams, traveling on work, um, representing international brands here in Malta, where I was, um, where I was based. Well, I say was because I, I travel a lot these days. I have two, I have two bases right now. <laughs> um, I was very passionate about my work. I, I consider myself to be a very passionate 
um, committed, dedicated person. And when I when I do something, I want to see through, right? So there's a lot of emotion that goes in there. And I, I think for those of you listening, um, if you have ever considered yourself to be maybe a workaholic or or you associate yourself with with the traits of of one to some extent, you probably recognize these these moments of feeling completely depleted. Um, even though you're passionate about your work, you're dedicated, you're committed. And on the other, on the flip side of that, there's, there's this feeling of unfulfillment. There's a feeling of dissatisfaction. There's a feeling of the stress, um, maybe feeling not appreciated, maybe feeling um, undervalued, right? So for, I was experiencing all of this. And please note, at the time, this was my family business as well that I was working with. I think that's that that tends to be um, somewhat worse because there's there's so much emotion behind that, right? There's so much passion be, behind the work. So I think oftentimes it's people like us who are so passionate and emotional and sensitive that get it, that get the worst um, get the worst part of what burnout can look like. Um, and for me, that's what it was. It was just going deep down, dark into into depression, feeling physically fatigued for days on end. There were there were times where I couldn't get up, couldn't get off off the couch, couldn't get out of bed um, to actually go to work, even though I was so passionate and committed. Um, so there was one point I remember very clearly, actually, December, Christmas 2014, where I felt I was in the lowest of the lows. And that was for me, the realization of like, damn, this is happening way too often. <laughs> that, that was for me, uh, like, this is not cool. This is not normal. This is something that needs to change. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit of um, my first realization that I was always living on the edge of burnout. This is, you know, uh, I'm so sorry, like to hear that, you know, this this story. But this is like interesting perspective what you said because you said that you've experienced massive burnout and like you know depression. At the same time, you were passionate about you know what you are doing because you know traditional kind of way of thinking is like you know the burnout is I hate my job, I don't like what I'm doing, etc. So can you just explore a little bit that because this is uh, yeah something that you know most people don't connect burnout with. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, that's quite interesting. Um, and I think that's coming from um, a place that I that I've been healing <laughs> on my own personal journey is um, this. Giving, giving, giving without fully receiving. And so what happens there. And this is no fault of others. This is also the way I, I think this is my way of, this was my way of survival for many, many years growing up as a teenager, going into the workforce. This was my way of proving myself. And so there we go. Point number one, totally out of alignment. I was doing things to prove myself and so getting disappointed and not being rewarded, not being seen, not being appreciated, not being valued. That made me feel not good enough. That made me feel not qualified enough. That made me feel like I'm not doing a good job. And so because of that passion and that emotion, then that just that just escalates, right? And then you're stuck in this circle. You're stuck in this cycle continuously, going back and forth from it. 
So I think that's that's where it is. It's it's it's, it's a duality. It really is a duality, because as much as you're passionate and high, you're there's the there's the <laughs> there's the total opposite end. So how did you break this through? Because you said that, you know, you got to the point that it's like, oh my God, oh my God, enough is enough. I cannot do this anymore. So I mean, what happened? I quit. <laughs> I took, um, now I'm not saying that this is for everybody, but I, I took a very drastic decision um, for my life and my career and said enough is enough. And I decided um it took some time to come to this decision of course it wasn't easy um especially because there's so much involved um in terms of emotion there was family involved i worked very closely with my mother um and i just i took that decision to just hit the reset button on life at that point i realized i was predominantly walking my mother's footsteps i was walking my mother's path which although um was exciting and i loved it and and i was good at my i was good at my work <laughs> that's another weird that's another thing i i was actually really pretty good at, at what what i was doing at such a young age but it just felt so unfulfilling and so this was for me a chance where I said, hey, I'm in my mid-20s. It's time for me to hit the reset button on life now before it's too late, before I get into other commitments. Um, so it just happened to be that time of my life where I was just coming out of a long-term relationship. Um, I finished all my postgraduate whatever studies. Um, I had bagged already like eight years work experience. I had a good, I had developed a lot, a lot of skills. And that's when I packed my bags and went to the Himalayas, um, to the most rural of places. <laughs> <laughs> total opposite and I had no plan I had zero plan now I'm not encouraging everyone to do that um of course I had I had very little commitments at the time and I could do so but it just that was what I needed I needed to just just rediscover myself in a new way Absolutely. I love it. I love those kind of stories that, you know, you take the like drastic decision. But you know what? Like, uh, it's very important what you said that, you know, you didn't have like, you know, family. I mean, your family, yes. I mean, like children uh, didn't have like those kind of commitments. You could do it at the same time. Of course, it was scary as hell. Plus, like, you know, saying goodbye to the family business, like, oh, my God, what they would think about me, what they would say, I'm a black sheep in their family, etc. So, you know, all those kind of little voices, well, not that little, probably, were, uh, you know, over there. But you know what, you really tuned in sight. And you said, like, okay, I just have to rediscover myself. So, okay, so you went to Himalayas and how, like, what happened then? I mean, like, how did, did you, did, uh, did you have a chance to rediscover yourself there? By, by the way, just as a side note, I really love how fluid this conversation is because I really had no intention of sharing all of that. <laughs> well done. Um, so, so I'll just share with you that this was not the end of it, actually. Um, and this was this is a point that I want to bring forward here today, um, because oftentimes we'd find ourselves repeating certain patterns. And I just want to make sure for, for those of for those of you listening to this to this podcast that you don't feel disheartened that, oh, then there's something wrong with me because I'm falling back into the habit or I'm, or it's happening to me again. Then there's something wrong with me. No, it's not. These things take time to break. If you form the habit, it's become part of you. And in fact, that became part of me living on the edge of burnout became my survival 
my survival mode. And, and that's all I knew. So breaking that was a really hard thing to do. For the next two years in the Himalayas, in Nepal, I was volunteering. And even then, I fell into burnout, <laughs> doing something so passionate on a cause that, that was very, very close, is still, I mean, I'm still involved with that organization, still very close to my heart. Um, I was setting up micro social enterprises, starting women empowerment projects, and um, and I'm still sort of involved to some extent, not, not on a day-to-day. Still, I found myself in these spaces. So these were clearly habits that I had developed. And it wasn't until later on um, when I started my freelance business that I realized, here we go again. <laughs> I managed to like successfully book myself out with freelance work. When This is when I was coming back into the work scene. Um, money was running out eventually. <laughs> we had to see to that, that side of things. Um, I was freelancing for various small um, ethical and sustainable brands while starting a blog and a MLM and all of the things you can imagine for um, a digital nomad like myself trying to make money online during doing all of the things, total hustle mode. It came to a point where I realized I was working 50, 60 hours a week to get paid peanuts at the end of the day. And here are some realizations that I had again very passionate about the work, very excited to do it. But I was doing it in complete misalignment. I was doing it again. I was doing something to be able to do something else. Does that make sense? Like I was doing all of these other things to make, to validate myself, to enter where I really want to be, which was in coaching and consultancy. And the reality was, but hey, I had all the skills, I had the experience in business, I had all of these things to start right away. And yet, what I believed was something else. I believed I was not good enough. I believed that I didn't have what it takes, that, that I had to do all of these other things to prove myself first. Um, so coming out of that was really about coming into clarity. It was about claiming my power. It was claiming back my skills and my strengths from the previous my previous life. I got it, bringing claiming that back because that was powerful. That was a whole set of skills and strengths that I forgot that I had, um, and so it was coming back to that and coming back into alignment into my future self. And at that point, I decided, thanks to COVID, <laughs> thank you pandemic which kicked me up the ass basically to to really step into my zone of genius to really um claim that space to really claim my my powers um and yeah align myself to that align my actions to to where it is that I want to be I started to become the person versus doing the things to then become the person does that make sense well, absolutely. I do like, you know, most people like, you know, mostly we are programmed this way that we have to do certain things and have certain things in order to be able to be someone, but actually it's the other way uh, around. And, you know, what you said is very, very, very powerful. And can you tell us like, you know, for people who are listening, like, you know, women out there who may be feeling the way you are feeling, they may be feeling burnout. They may be feeling that they are 
in this kind of rabbit hole or I don't know, like on this hamster wheel, like running crazy, like headless chicken and not being rewarded, not being valued and chasing the dream just to see that the ladder is placed against the wrong wall. I mean, how would you, I mean, what would you, what they can start with in order to actually get this clarity, what they really want, that realize that they are out of alignment and how to actually claim this power back and this confidence back. The first thing that came to my mind right now is just stop. Stop. It doesn't mean let go of everything and quit and pack your bags and travel to the other side of the world with no plan and hardly any savings. I'm not telling you to do that. <laughs> well, it may be the solution for some too, yes. Uh-huh. Maybe. I mean, for me, it was. It, it, didn't, it didn't need to be so drastic. But for me, it it symbolized really just creating my own space to be able to think outside of the judgments and the opinions and the perceptions of others, right? So for me, it I need it needed to be a little bit drastic, <laughs> I guess. But just stop for a minute, give yourself that space, and really challenge the beliefs. When you ask yourself, like, where is it that I'm going? Like, where is it that I want to be? Who do I want to be? How do I want to be? What am I doing? How am I acting? What is the best version of me doing? and saying and how is she serving or how is he serving how what is the business looking like whatever situation that you're in if you like give yourself that space to visualize the best version of yourself and then look at the things that you're doing right now and see where like would that person would the best version of yourself do the things that you're doing now if it's no then quit that stuff (laughs) Stop doing the things that your best version doesn't do anymore and start becoming that person today. I think that's giving yourself that moment, that space um, would give you the the clarity to start embodying a better version of yourself. Um, and for me, a really good exercise is to write down all of your experiences, successes, no matter how small, no matter how small the win, no matter how small, how big, how important or not, it doesn't matter. Put all of, all of that judgment and criticism aside, just list them down. And you would be surprised actually as to how bloody amazing you are and all of the successes and all of the amazing things and skills and experiences that you have. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yes, I always like when I speak with my clients. So it's always like about the successes, accomplishment, just, you know, write down the things that you are proud of because we underestimate like you know what we have done in our lifetime and actually like the gifts that we've got and that they can be like very important for 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 other people. So mm-hmm. yeah, I I love like you know what you shared about like connect with the person you would like to become and ask yourself like you know would that woman do what I'm doing right now yeah and I mean to link this back to to burnout um which is the 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 topic of today but the antidote of burnout is not doing less like of course self-care is important of course balanced schedules are important of course lifestyle social all of these things are highly important um, but the antidote, the antidote to burnout is not what is not the do nothing. It's not the the laid back. It's not rubbing crystals and singing kumbaya around the fire. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I mean, 
I'm coming from a very woo, woo woo space as well, and I love all of that stuff. But for me, and the antidote to burnout is that inner clarity followed with aligned action. It's not no action because I feel like there's this misconception, right? Like I said earlier. Mm-hmm. And the money part, the money part at the end of the day is a byproduct. The money part, the 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 breaking the broke cycles. When you're in flow. Let me rephrase that. They say that money is money comes to you in the path of least resistance, right? So if you are on a path of least resistance, if you're in flow, then you're being able to receive more as well. Beautifully said. And I would like to touch on uh, to this because like, you know, connecting like, you know, money with this alignment because um, I absolutely like agree with you and I experienced it like in my life as well. Having said that very often when I speak to women, especially when they are thinking about, for example, starting their own business and they have all of the same thoughts that as you mentioned, yes, I'm not good enough. I don't know enough. You know, my skills, my coaching skills, my business skills, strategies, whatever, they are not enough, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, deep inside, they feel that they are enough i mean they are ready they know it all they have strategies resources tools whatever yet they are so freaking afraid to take that leap of faith and start because a lot of like you know different things so you know on one hand they would like to be aligned they kind of have the clarity but something stops them and they still stay in the place where their future self like amazing self doesn't agree on but how they can like you know overcome especially like this fear this anxiety this worry doubt at the beginning in order to take this very first step and get into the flow does it make sense my question (laughs) yeah i'm trying to think about all the times that i took that leap of faith with where there was just the unknown at the end right it's like it's it's taking the jump and trusting that the wings will 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 grow on the way down you know it's 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 really that's it trust it's it's not only trusting in yourself but it's trusting in the process it's um it's believing in yourself enough but also believing in the picture in the bigger picture in the mission holding that belief even if maybe there's a little bit of self-doubt right now, even though there's a bit of fear right now, hold trust and confidence and belief in that bigger mission, in where you're going. I think I think we, we don't take that action also because there's a there's all of that we just mentioned, but there's also um, an element of not feeling safe to do so. And I think... Um, this is where I invite you, if, if if you're facing any of this, if you're facing the fears and the anxiety and it doesn't feel safe for you to take that action because of X, Y, Z, challenge that X, Y, Z. Okay, what are the beliefs that are coming out? Write them down and start challenging it. So when when I when I want to do something that's really expanding my comfort zone, which is really pushing me out of my my, my comfort, that's expanding me, um i ask myself uh how much do i believe this is possible how much confidence do i have in myself or in the thing to to happen um how much do i trust myself do i feel safe 
And if I'm, if it's a no, or if it's a very like low grade, so I'll mark it on a one to 10, one being the lowest, 10 being the highest. And if it's a low grade, I would start challenging. Okay, why don't I fully believe that this will happen? Why don't I fully believe that I can start that business? Why don't I fully have confidence that um, I can attract those type of clients? Why don't I trust that online marketing works? I don't know. <laughs> it could be all of these things, right? So challenge all of these beliefs and and you will you will start seeing how some of them are a little bit um, not so true. <laughs> totally. I agree 100% with you. It all comes down like to our beliefs, yes? And like, you know, what we believe to be true. Because actually what we believe to be true, it's not the only truth. And when we accept it as the only truth, we are stuck. But when we start challenging them, actually it turns out, oh, hold on a minute. If I don't take it as the only truth, it can actually look a little bit different. And then we start like expanding. So um, absolutely. Oh, I love that. And I love like, you know, what you shared about these beliefs and about the trust. And that's that's true. Like most of the times when we did the most scariest like things in our life, we had no idea what we were doing and actually turned out to be the biggest blessing sometimes out of the most difficult situation yes and i mean i mean i shared with you my story of leaving right and and, and, I, and I said it very lightly and and you rightly said that this must have been scary and, and hard and, and it was i cried the whole way from malta from the mediterranean all the way to nepal on both flights i cried my heart out i was so scared i was like what the hell am i doing but I had so much trust and faith that somehow this was the right decision, that I'm going to be shown the way. It was up to me to take that leap of faith. It was up to me to take that first step. In fact, this is what leadership is all about. You go first. You lead yourself first. You take that action. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> topic here but it's all relevant no no no. it is like very much like you know off uh, off off topic all right so like you know coming back to like our like uh breaking like the burnout and broke cycle so you know in order not to be burnout and in order not to be broke in our businesses like you know what would you say i don't know one or two or three biggest kind of golden nuggets like one two three you can share with us to kind of break this cycle to i know that we kind of spoke about it like you know in a bigger context but uh, in the bigger context but like just nailed it down to like two or three for those of you for those of you who are running businesses especially if you're um, coaches consultants you're service-based you're you're using your own skills and strengths and experiences to to coach guide mentor other people I want to challenge you with a question are you operating from your zone of genius or are you operating from something that you've learned from a book um, I believe that when you really tap into your zone of genius versus your zone of competence, um, this is where the money is. <laughs> this is where you find more alignment. This is where you find more joy and expansion. And this is where really the, the, the miracle happens. Plus, this is really where you get to stand out in the marketplace, right? So instead of trying to be like everyone else um, and sell things like everyone else, I, yeah, I invite you to stand up and stand out and be your own person. So really ask yourself am I operating from my zone of genius or am I operating from my zone of competence the things that you're good at right (laughs) Um, so that's one thing the second thing is to um to really look at your business 
and my dog is going to bark in a moment I think <laughs> to really look at your 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 business and all of the different sections so I would look at okay what is my content looking like what is my brand appearance like is it really am I am I doing it how am I how am I conducting my business how am I conducting my marketing am I doing it in complete alignment or am I doing things because someone said I have to do it that way because oftentimes and the biggest challenge people have with creating a personal brand with marketing with selling with doing all of the stuff in the online space specifically um is be- is the challenge is that they're trying to do it like someone else and so they start resenting it they find it difficult they find it hard so really have an honest check-in with yourself am i being fully authentic am i Am I leveraging my own skills and strengths? Are, are, are they being weaved into my business? Or is it sort of somebody else's? So what we're going to do here is start looking at where are the resistances and start coming into alignment. Thank you. I love it. I love like, you know, the zone of genius versus zone of competences. And then like, you know, looking at the uh, at the business from this kind of, holistic point of view I would say yes from this like strategy but also like you know the the alignment point of view and you know on that on that note I actually would like to ask you if you do have like any tip like you know for people who are struggling to find their zone of genius or they are thinking that you know well I mean they may understand the difference between the zone of genius and zone of competences but they may be saying oh I don't know what my zone of genius is Mm -hmm. so how to tap into this um so what I would do is very old school get a piece of paper put a line down the middle um one side zone of genius one side zone of competence it's a zone of competence you're gonna you're gonna put down the tasks that you're quite good at that you're really good at right um that People come to you for maybe you're good at it, you sell whatever, your your programs are on that. Um, but it doesn't really make you stand out. It's not really like unique or different. Like there are many other people who do that. But in the zone of genius, I want you to think of all the times that people would really come to you for something. Like for me, people would really approach me or contact me for like to pick my brain (laughs) literally to pick my brain people like to come to me to sit with me to brainstorm to be a soundboard for them because I really see them I see their potential I see where they're going and so they really come to me to help them sort of number one realize that potential that I see in them and also to put the pieces together a lot of the time they have like all of these floating pieces and they don't know how to bring it together into something in terms of business into a marketable offer for example um so that that was my that is where my zone of genius is coming into brainstorming sessions so for me then i would translate that into okay how am i delivering in my business is it through courses or am i or am i more effective in one to one coaching and masterminding and brainstorming sessions and it was actually in that in the masterminds, the brainstorming sessions. So, so, so this is where you get to, rather than teaching the marketing, for example, I was actually doing it, doing things with people directly. So that was my my exercise. So I, you can do do something like that. 
Perfect. Yes. I love like old school. Old school is always like the best. Yes. Sometimes like we are trying to kind of think about like all the fancy strategies, but uh, it's not really necessary. Yes. Like when you really tune into yourself, that makes like a, a big, uh, big, big difference. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Hannah. Thank you so much. Like, you know, for sharing like your wisdom and experience with us. So for those of you who are listening, I really uh, encourage you to go to YouTube to see like, you know, beautiful smile of Hannah and like, you know, her energy. And you must know that she is like a new mama. She just gave birth like how long ago? A month? A month, uh, five weeks tomorrow. Yes, five weeks, like, like goal. Uh, so she is like, you know, a new mama, but like, you know, look at her, how brilliant she looks. <laughs> and though she's sleep deprived and you know, you know how it is with the new, uh, newborn. So, you know, if she can inspire you so much, uh, being a mother sleep deprived right now, you know, there is nothing you cannot uh, accomplish, you cannot do. So thank you so much, Hannah. Uh, all the uh, contact details for Hannah, her social media links, uh, how you can uh, get in touch with her will be shared in the show notes of this episode. And also, I would like to remind you that uh, like Hannah and I, we are both speakers at uh, upcoming Women Thrive Summit uh, in March 2023. So Hannah, what your talk will be about? Can you tell us a little bit more? My talk is uh, titled why fit in when you are made to stand out <laughs> so it's actually a little bit of what we discussed here today um but yeah it's all about my own journey struggling to fit in um and it's based on this duality of being raised as oh you're so unique and we all have unique abilities like oh, we all have our zone of genius right but then yet we're pressured and and asked to go into certain pathways and so I'm going to be sharing my my journey through this but also how this relates and this shows up in our business I love it okay so guys let me like you know grab your seat in the summit they are like uh, free tickets they are like upgrades with like all the goodie bags etc so we highly invite you so Hannah will be talking about why fitting in when you are made to stand out I will be talking about how you can uh, become a virtual event rockstar so how to run webinars and get like you know tons of clients through them so uh, I, we would really want to uh, see you there so thank you so much Hannah it was a pleasure to be uh, to host you here to have you here to for you it was a pleasure to have you as my guest oh my god i cannot <coughs> talk today sorry and you know wishing you like you know all the best and thank you thank you so much alex thank you for listening and guys if you enjoyed this episode please share it with other people they may need to hear the empowering message that hannah was sharing with us today so um yeah share it with others and i will see you in the next episode have a wonderful week and bye bye To get started on your confidence journey, I invite you to grab free five-day email course, Confidence Rockstar. You will get five daily lessons sent directly to your mailbox, so you will have access to them anytime you like. You can grab this gift on the website alexgrzybek.com forward slash five days. All of the links to this episode you will find in the show notes below. And one more thing. 
I want to invite you to my personal website alexgrzybek.com where you'll find other podcast episodes and more of the free resources to help you on your confidence journey. Bye for now and I'll see you in the next episode.